found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Wednesday, hump day, the 20th day of July. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. So you lost your breakfast sandwiches yesterday morning. <laughs> I did. <laughs> when you later found them in the day, well, laying in the driveway, did you narf them right up? And well, <laughs> so I, I, um, they, uh, I, I stick them out of these side pockets <laughs> in my backpack, and I put my yogurt in one, and I yeah. put my bright little breakfast sandwiches in the other one. Okay, and. Um, Something happened. They they fell out. I didn't know it until I got here. And um, later in the morning, I get a text from my daughter. And she took a picture of my little breakfast sandwiches laying in the driveway. And she's like, what happened? <laughs> but you still had your yogurt. Still had yogurt. All right. So, so are you guys... <laughs> So are those just gone? Or are they? Yeah, those, yeah, are, those they're, are. They're out. Yeah, they're out. Be spoiled, but now. Yeah. <laughs> Must maintain refrigeration. That's right. <laughs> well, you can buy millions of sandwiches if you win the Mega Millions. Nobody won. No kidding. Tuesdays. So now it's estimated at six hundred thirty million dollars. Oh my gosh. The winning numbers from Tuesday, two. 31, 32, 37, 70, and the Mega Ball 25. Now, those numbers sound like they'd be logically picked by somebody, <laughs> don't they? I mean, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like those. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody got it. No tickets won the $555 million. Four tickets sold in Arizona, California, North Carolina, and New Hampshire. Match five numbers, they win a million. Next drawing's Friday night. Remember, you can pick just the Mega Millions jackpot to get two tickets for three bucks. Right. But if you would have won, in that instance, five of those numbers, you still wouldn't have got nothing. Keep that in mind. True. Okay? Because uh, it's only for the jackpot. $630 million. That's a lot of dough. Powerball's at $101 million. Hoosier Lotto's 15.6. Wow. I'd take any of them. I wouldn't refuse. I haven't played it all. But at $630 million, you could have your own, like, you could run your own little Hoosier Lotto lottery and not miss it. Would you call it <laughs> Logan Lotto? And not miss it. Like <laughs> Come see Dale at Logan Lotto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sell your own tickets? Yeah. Here's a woman from California, a sad story. Fatally mauled by a grizzly in Montana last summer. The victim of a rare predatory attack by a bear that had learned to seek out human food was likely attracted by scents near her tent and others had left behind from recent Independence Day picnics. Is this last year or are they talking about still this year? Because they say last summer. It's still summer. Okay, so hmm. Leah Davis of Chico was dragged out of her tent, mauled in the pre-dawn hours of July 6th. This was 2021 in the small town of Avondo along the banks of the Blackfoot River, made famous by the movie A River Runs Through It. There you go. About an hour before the mauling, the bear had approached the tents, 
where she and a Texas couple were camping behind a museum. She awoke to the massive 417-pound bear so close to her that she heard when he huffed at her head. Probably didn't smell good either. Probably not. Says the campers were able to scare the bear off. Loken moved her food from her tent to a nearby building and armed herself with a can of bear spray. Says she declined an offer to stay at a hotel and return to the campsite. About an hour later, the bear returned to her tent where he broke her neck and severed her spine, causing instantaneous death. Why would you? Dang. According to wildlife officials, that bear that killed her had developed a predatory instinct. The food conditioned grizzly had learned to find human food. Sure. But again, if you experience that, it's so close to you. Would you go back? Even yeah, though you fine. got a can of bear spray, you know, how do you know that works? You know, I think if I had that kind of experience, I would never go into a woods again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just can't imagine. I certainly would have left for the night if yeah. offered the opportunity. But she was brave, I guess. I, I guess so. Then imagine you're walking along, you're taking a historic tour of Hoover Dam. An explosion occurred yesterday. Footage posted on social media showed a giant fireball rising from the dam. The fire looked like it was coming from a building near the dam's base. Hmm. The Boulder City Police said the blaze was extinguished before units arrived. The U.S. Bureau of Reclamation confirmed that a transformer caught fire. No injuries were reported. Tours of the dam were paused about 30 minutes, then, ah, looks okay, folks, let's go. (laughs) It'll be all right. (laughs) Resumed after the fire was put out. (laughs) What if that rocked it, you know? It's like, what would happen if that... It would have to be a massive explosion to to destroy that dam. Yeah. Because it is just... Have you ever seen it in real life? No, no, I haven't. Me either. I'd love to. Because even in this picture, it looks like a... It looks like a tiny plume of smoke, and then I zoom in on it, and it's like, oh, no, that's massive. <laughs> oh, there's a tiny, a tiny, tiny little truck next to this <laughs> massive plume of smoke. Okay. I mean, it is you're a so, huge dam. you're so yeah. far up and so far away from it. It is a huge dam. And um, I don't know. That'd just be kind of weird to be there taking your, your tour, <laughs> and then you get something like that going on. It's uh, just about 6.30. Uh, let's see. Indian Trail Wines presents music at the gazebo. Uh, the third music at the gazebo season. That takes place this Saturday. Uh, Indian Trail Wines, uh, 7 to 9. With old-style country band, Horse Tank, <laughs> performing. I love it. Absolutely love it. The Probably play you some, some old Johnny Cash. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Some Waylon Jennings. Perhaps. So you're naming off some acts some, there. I think you're a closet country listener. Slim Whitman. <laughs> Slim Whitman. <laughs> if you go, request some Slim Whitman for me, would you? 
Uh, you can get wine. <laughs> It'll be sold by the bottle or glass for those 21 and over. Stay local and enjoy classic country music. Hello, we're Horse Tank. <laughs> From Horse Tank this Saturday at the Trail Wines, 7540 North County Road, 350 West Royal Center. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Matt. It's uh, 635. <laughs> We've uh, got some uh, messages, and we'll be back with Tidbits. This is Tidbits. Slim Webbin. Well, you answer to <laughs> And people dug that. Oh, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> From the 50s. Yep. Old Slim. Uh, good yodeler there. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. Something uh, we're unfamiliar with. Right. So, anyway... As I look at uh, things going on, NASCAR, they're going to celebrate their 75th season next season. They'll race against the backdrop of Lake Michigan and Grant Park next July 2nd. The debut race of a three-year deal with the wow. city of Chicago. Wow. That'll be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. As if Chicago's not a hard place to get around on the 4th of July weekend, it would make it even <laughs> it's better. It's going to be worse now. <laughs> With an NASCAR race right in the middle of the city. It's fine. It says it'll include famed areas of Chicago, Lakeshore Drive, Michigan Avenue, South Columbia Drive, where the start-finish line and pit road will be located directly in front of Buckingham Fountain. No kidding. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So that'll be kind of interesting. Yeah. NASCAR in Chicago. It'll be paired with an IMSA, IMSA sports car race the day before. Music and entertainment options along the 12-turn, 2.2-mile street course. What kind of neato. Yeah, totally. I don't know that uh, NASCAR has ever done a street course. Ever. Done road courses. Yeah, yeah. You know, purpose-built, natural terrain type stuff. Yeah. But um, That'll make it tougher to get around. In a tough city to get around in in July 4th anyway. That's right. So so have fun with that. Yeah. That'd Chicago be, Yeah. <laughs> this from a Providence, Rhode Island strip club robbed of $22,000 in $1 bills. 15 minutes before the open Monday. The owner of the Cadillac Lounge. I thought you were kidding. No, you're serious. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dick Shappy said his manager called to tell him he'd been robbed at gunpoint. He forced the manager to open a safe he knew was filled with $1 bills. Mm. The robber also took another 3500 bucks that the manager was counting before running out the door, jumping over a fence onto a nearby railroad track, never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> 
The owner said the small bills are meant to be exchanged with the customers for larger bills so that the customers can tip. Is that the way a strip club works? I, I the club buys the $1 bills back from the dancers each week. <laughs> That's a whole lot of $1 bills. That's a lot. 22000 Wow. <laughs> So you're going to load them in one of those guns? <laughs> Let it fly all over. You see those money guns. Right. <laughs> this. Um, oh, by the way, real yeah? quick. Okay, we, we are, we we're getting reports of rain. Rain. In the area. Okay. So we have rain uh, reported over Arby's. Okay. <laughs> and raining at the Andersons. Okay. All right. Those particular locations reported. I kind of wonder if that's the front and back of it, to be honest. <laughs> Might be. It's going to be short-lived, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Now, here's a guy that was filming three baby raccoons. Oh, look at them. They're so cute. <laughs> this was in a Philadelphia alley. <laughs> okay, so it's in the city. <laughs> Bitten by one of the adult critters in an animal attack that landed him in the horse pistol. Jeez. Oh, Benjamin McCool was recording the raccoons as they scaled a chain-link fence. And commented, they're like little acrobats right now. Look at them. They're like little acrobats. I love it. As one of the kits fell from its climb, he added, oop, not that one, before an adult raccoon ran towards him and attacked. Oh, no. McCool could be heard screaming as the big bandit hit his, bit his leg. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> He was treated at a hospital. The bad thing about this is, for wounds, he got a tetanus shot and a series of rabies vaccines well, because, yeah. and immunoglobulin shots. I was close. <laughs> immunoglobulin. Yeah. Immuno. Immunoglobulin. Yeah. Yeah. Immun. Yeah. We'd be such good <laughs> medical students. <laughs> Just mumble through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nurse, give me some of that. Uh, <laughs> Stat. <laughs> oh, my. Here's a guy that arrest, uh, was arrested after he threatened an MBTA bus driver for driving too slowly in Massachusetts. <laughs> he got on a bus. This guy, his name is Wakel Steele, before pulling the stop signal. And demanding his money back, <laughs> accusing the driver of going too slowly. Then he picked up a piece of wood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> piece of wood. <laughs> Meant to secure the tires uh, of the bus and took an aggressive stance toward the driver, then demanded his dough back. <laughs> Officers stopped Steele after the driver pointed him out on the street. There he is. There he is. <laughs> He's that guy. <laughs> And then, <laughs> with the piece of wood in his hand, <laughs> he, he aggressively stood at me. <laughs> then he got taken to the transport police department headquarters for booking on a charge of assault with a dangerous weapon. Hmm. <laughs> now, what would you do if you're, you know, tooling around in your boat? <laughs> this is an Alabama family. <laughs> they were in a fishing event. <laughs> okay. They ended up with an especially rare catch when a 400-pound eagle ray jumped in their boat. An eagle ray? Is that like yeah, a... Yeah, it's like a stingray. It's a big, flat, floppy fish. 
What the heck? Just jumped in their boat. 400 pounds. 400 pounds. My gosh. Well, the family were participating in the Alabama deep sea fishing rodeo. Hmm. So I'm talking like a California right. rodeo. When the giant ray jumped out of the water and landed on their boat, striking her in the shoulder. <laughs> it says the five-foot ray was carrying a litter of pups. I didn't know they did that. Wow. They took their boat to the Dauphin Island Sea Lab <laughs> to get help releasing it back into the water. One expert said eagle ray sightings are rare in mm. the Dauphin Island area. Wow. What a shocker. And, and are they carrying them like a, like in their mouth? Like Mr. Ray and Finding Nemo? Or they just like hop on board? <laughs> See, I don't remember him. He was the was uh, his name, Mr. Ray. Yeah, <laughs> the kids like jumped on him, and he took him around the coral and showed him, taught him. He's like the teacher. See, <laughs> so I just, uh, <laughs> but I it's just that would be amazing. I was just standing there. I got hit. It felt like a softball hit me in the shoulder. Because <laughs> she is from Alabama. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt covers all the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're there. When I... uh, Here's a, uh, a Domino's customer. Okay, and, and okay. I'm just... Uh, they had to go to the sea lab yeah. to get help putting it back in the water. Yeah. Is it because it was so heavy? Well, I mean... You got a monkey around with a ray? You know what happened to... Well, oh, that's, that yeah. is true, yeah. yeah that's true. The croc hunter, he was jabbed by one. See, I don't know, I... Number one, I'm probably going to fall out of the boat when it gets in there. Okay? A, then I'll be attacked by a shark. And I'll be out of the competition. True. I mean, that's scary. That I mean, out of the blue. I wouldn't know what to do with it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Here's I a, can't believe it's that heavy. 400 pounds. I don't want you know. It's got to be all kind of slimy, aren't they? Looks like they're slimy. I, I don't know. It's like our most aquatic creature slimy. <laughs> I don't know. It just it's crazy. I don't know. It just I just it just I, when we when you read that that line of well they had to have help getting it back into the water. It's like just over the side, man. Just like <laughs> what do you do? Go real fast, stop. See if it'll flop out. <laughs> they started taking evasive maneuvers, trying to get it out. Um. This? Hey, Jimmy, get your foot under there. <laughs> just do Poke it with that paddle. <laughs> Put your back into it. Come on. Get it back in that water. <laughs> and finally. <laughs> a Domino's customer took to TikTok to share a wild pizza order that had more than 20 toppings on it. And wow. it cost more than $275. What? Yeah. The Domino's order from Alberta, Canada, featured a single 16-inch pizza pie with six different sauces and a surprisingly long list of toppings, all of which he wanted three portions of. Extra pizza sauce, triple barbecue sauce, triple marinara, extra garlic, parmesan, triple Don Air sauce, extra Alfredo pasta sauce, and triple sandwich ranch dressing. I'm just going to throw this out there, okay? I'm just... How do you know you're getting triple? Well, I'm just... Here's here's the thing. Okay. All right. 
I would bet your paycheck. <laughs> it's always mine. It's only you. I'm not betting my money. I would bet your paycheck. Whoever, whoever made this yeah. was not sober. Okay. I who would, ordered it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Who ordered this? Not sober. Okay. Other toppings included pepperoni. <laughs> hey man, let's go order pizza. Uh, yeah. Beef crumbles, chicken, sausage, ham, jalapeno. That's jalapeno, of course, and salami. The average 16-inch pizza at Domino's is about 12 bucks. Okay. The total price of this order came to two hundred seventy-five dollars and nine cents. And I guess as long as you pay it, who cares? Right. I just don't know how you can order triple. I mean, how, how do you know you're getting triple? You know, you, how do I? How do you? Know? How do you know that? Yeah, yeah. Triple sauce. What, how tall was the? How high was the? <laughs> and it just like it would just be a like a gooey, gross mess, right? There's no way this tastes good. That's what I'm saying. No one's sober. Only if you're drunk. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, it's a delicious combination when you're drunk. I don't know. That's an awful lot of money for pizza. But, well, maybe you got two good days of eating out of it. There you go. Just don't leave it out. Don't let it get botulistic. That's right. Don't leave it in the driveway. <laughs> Matt, I'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you, buddy. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.